0: Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art, this podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram
1: at livingmartialarts.
0: Hello and uh, welcome to the uh, Live in Martial Arts podcast with me, once again, the Dark Master, back with uh, another fantastic guest. Uh, we have a, a mutual a mutual friend and uh, actually uh, I came by um, this particular guest by chance, but I just thought, wow, what a, what a fantastic story um, that uh, he has, you know, in the way that he started his martial arts, his martial arts journey. So I've got Mr. Jeff Aldridge um, and um, perhaps we can uh, first of all say hello, Jeff, how are you? Um. Very good. Thank you.
1: Um, really nice to be here. Um, it's an absolute pleasure, honour to do this podcast with you. So looking forward Excellent. to
0: it. Excellent. Well done. Well, as I said, we've got a, a mutual uh, acquaintance in um, Mr Alfie Lewis, who knows probably m- more on martial arts people than anyone else in the world um <laughs> definitely yes um and uh we, 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 which which is which is great uh, fantastic and um you know uh, I was listening to uh, you and him on on Facebook I thought wow I need to interview this guy <laughs> he's got a great a great story so I mean without without further Ado perhaps you can elaborate on some of that stuff that I heard but um, perhaps you can tell us about you know your, a little bit about your your martial arts journey how it started and um you know how it's how it's progressed and I'll I'll ask you some questions about it anyway go
1: for it okay yes no worries um so uh for, for those that um sort of sat through the interview uh with sensei alfie uh, a few days back so i had been up in liverpool training with him um we'd had a lovely lunch and then he just whipped out his phone and went jeff how did you get started in martial arts and recorded a bit of that so um i'll, I'll repeat some of that for those that don't know that story um so we are we're going back um Actually, before that story, because um, we were just nattering a little bit before the podcast started, I did start with judo um, when I was six years old um, and did a few months of judo. I mainly remember sitting on the deck back of my, my father's moped going back and forth to um, judo classes when I was six. Um, and I did enjoy it um, until I did first judo competition. And that put me off judo. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, martial arts went back um, a little bit further, but then fast forward to when I was 12 years old um, and a really good friend of mine from school, a lad called Robert, um, kept hassling me to come and join him in his karate class um and telling me how great it was how much he enjoyed it and and how much he was getting out of it and after weeks probably months um um, eventually agreed that i would go and give it a give it a try um it was a 10-15 minute walk to the local leisure center um and i i I went to the reception said where's the karate class and she sent me down the stairs and round and and we i remember used to train in this um archery hall so um it was good fun um so did first class absolutely enjoyed it um really got a lot out of it and for actually this is something that i think i would quite like to do um met back with, with robert at school um the next day so that was a sunday monday um he was like where were you and i was like well where were you um and and a brief conversation we figured out that there was two karate clubs um who trained in the same leisure center both on Sunday mornings, and I'd gone to one, whereas he was in the other. Um, obviously, he was like, "Oh, you need to come back next week and try my club." And I was like, actually nah i I really enjoyed the club that I did, um and i'm gonna I'm gonna sort of um give that one, give that one a go um i am I am a um um a persistent creature of habit, so once I've set my mind to something, generally, I will stick that something out. Other than the Judah. Um, but yeah, so um that was a uh, a local club part of a national association called the English Contact Karate Association. Um headed up at the time jointly by uh Howard Brown and Sensei Dev Barrett, um both absolute, absolute legends in, Legend. in um full contact um karate and and kickboxing. Um so um I did a year or so at that club, um, progressed through a few of the grades. And then, and then things did get a little bit strange. So first of all, we changed venue. Um, so we moved from my local leisure centre to a Japanese school um, across. Um, so this was in a place called Milton Keynes, which most people wouldn't have probably have heard of, but about halfway between London and Birmingham. Right. Um, so we moved, moved across Milton Keynes to this Japanese school. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, um the instructor was sort of like, You need to buy new kits. Um so we had the traditional Eka blue, blue jacket, white trousers, unless you were an instructor at the time. Um and then suddenly it was all black kit, which obviously looked cool. Everyone was like, Oh, it'd be cool to be a ninja. Um, but you know, sort of a little bit strange. Um and then I think week three. Um, sensei dev um turned up with a couple of his um higher grades um and just sort of went did you all know um this instructor has left your association you're not going to be insured as the same you're not going to have the same sort of competition and everything else facilities um and and i sort of trundled back home and my parents went you're 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 going back to the leisure center you're training with that guy you need to be doing you know what you liked um and and, and everything you know, proper and legitimate." Yeah. Um, so from that point on, um, Sensei Dev took over that local Bletchley club himself mm. um, rather than the other instructor. Um, so he he's based in Coventry. Anybody doesn't know. So he used to on his Sunday mornings drive from Coventry to Luton, probably about 70, 75 miles, teach in Luton and then drive about 20 miles or so um, from Luton to Bletchley um, and then taught us and then and then drove back to coventry um so uh he did that for many many years um actually did that until 1999 when he then incredibly uh kindly handed the bletchley club over to me and when you teach this one now jeff um and and yeah been been um i've been teaching the same bletchley club ever since so um yeah my my life changed that day um whether I would have stuck it out, probably not. Um that club eventually folded, disappeared as, as those folks sort of do. Um but but Echo and Sensei um Sensei Dev still going super strong. So yeah, um the fate or world's aligning, however you want to describe that, that yep. that day, that decision um absolutely changed my life um yep. and had such a positive impact on me.
0: Wow, well well it's 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 a great story. I mean there were there were a few things uh that you said there. The first one you mentioned um uh Howard Brown and I mentioned I remember seeing uh an article, you know, in the early days of, of magazines and the people that I used to think, wow, you know, this this guy. I remember reading an article about him thinking, wow, I'd I'd love to um uh to 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 meet him. Um yeah. I never, never did actually, in, even in all my martial arts um, sort of career and go to different tournaments around the country, never actually uh, met up with him, to be honest. It, it would have been nice to have... Uh, yeah. to- that uh, you know because he was he was quite a legend it was absolute legend and um we were talking about so I'm also relatively
1: little I think if we ever meet Ray I might top you by about an inch or so but not much um, <laughs> yeah. definitely, uh, I just look slightly bigger one too. but yeah. um no um I remember um, we saw Howard fight for um the world title um once and um and I went with my parents I was still I was still probably a teenager at that point um, my dad's my dad's even shorter than me, probably shorter than you, mate. Um, mm. and I remember him going, did he? Um yeah. of course he was absolute tiny, you know, yeah. really light, really short, um, but ferocious. And 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 that absolutely inspiring. Because of course, at school, um, generally, if you're the little kid, yeah. everyone sort of tries to pick on the little kid, and suddenly this little kid who'd grown up um yeah. was was just smashing all you know, yeah. Um so yeah, really inspiring. Um not just his ability, but his ability at that size to smash him a perception, a false perception, that if you if you're little you can't do these sort of things. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was I was truly honored. My black belt grading um with with the ECKA uh was nineteen ninety two, um and that was Howard Brown and Sensei Dev Barrett. Um right. so they were they were my two grading examiners and um yeah i uh travelled to birmingham um i was still i was still a child so i was 17 then done 5 years of training um yeah. got on the got on the train got to birmingham train station just it's different world just really, like, found the trains um the coach <laughs> a bus in at birmingham asked every driver whether they went anywhere near this leisure center and then <laughs> eventually someone was like jump on here lad and, and i'll tell you when you need to get off yeah yeah um, and then and then sort of trundled trundled along, did my grading, and then and then sort of got back. And then years and years later, I remember Sensei Dev saying to me, um "I was shocked your parents let you do that trip. You know that was a really dodgy
0: bit of Birmingham, don't
1: you?" <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, "No, we had no idea where I was going." <laughs>
0: well, I, I I I think I think I can top that. I'm just saying that because when I took my black belt. Um, I had to go to Glasgow wow. <laughs> from, <laughs> Bristol, from Bristol. And I remember saying to my parents, I said, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take my black belt. And they said, all oh, right, okay. Well, you know, bearing in mind, I was, I was, I was, um, my lessons were like 10 minutes away, you know, yeah. walk. they said, oh, great. Where are you going? I said, Glas-. it's Glasgow. <laughs> 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 I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I mean, it was, um, uh, it- it- this was 1981. And um, Glasgow was a very different place. <laughs> at yeah. That- I I remember looking at the policeman thinking wow these guys are here because they had to be minimum height in glasgow was 5 foot 10 for a for a policeman at that time uh, yeah everyone uh, was just so huge and uh, it, it was just like going to a different world but yeah. I will imagine it's very similar you know um, yeah. but and again some interesting things um I remember saying to someone recently about um the midlands that in the early days I, was, I used to read these magazines you know fighters excuse me Combat, and all these people seem to come from the Midlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was such such a, a, a you know a huge amount of talent in the Midlands of, of people uh, from all not not just uh, karate but all different styles. Yeah. Um, and in fact, you know, Taekwondo, my style was very very big in the Midlands as well. A lot of the senior grades uh, at that time, you know, the 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 black belt instructors were in the Midlands. Mm. Uh, and um, they're just, just amazing, you know. Uh, in fact, one of one of my, my colleagues now, because you mentioned about, about travelling, uh, he lived in – he still lives in Coventry, actually, good friend of mine. And um, he started a school, believe it or not, in Brighton and the Isle of Wight. Wow. To travel weekly <laughs> from Coventry <laughs> to Brighton and the Isle of Wight, which was, uh, you know, a, yeah, absolute bonkers because at that time, I think – 83 i started my first school um in bath i was living in bristol so it was like 12 miles and everybody thought i was bonkers (laughs) so so, so there we go but um i'd love uh, at some point as well i I must try and get hold of um of of dev barrett because again another 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 legend um you know and a a well-known name uh, in martial arts at those those times, so yeah, no, it's good to know that he's still still going and still doing well. Yeah,
1: he's um he's currently coaching um the GB team um at the Waco uh, European Championships in Turkey. Right. So it's the um it's the children's cadets, children um uh Europeans, and he's coaching the the ring sports team out there. So he's he's head coach of ring sports for Waco uh, Kickboxing GB. They're now called. Um, right. but yeah, still, and, and still our chief instructor, um, in, in English contact karate association. So very busy man, but I'll, uh, oh, pop him oh, a note.
0: <laughs> yeah, please, please do. I'd, I'd love to, love to, to, to speak to him. Cause I, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, regardless whether it's Taekwondo, karate, Kung Fu and, you know, kickboxing, whatever, you know, the martial arts, um, I think it's nice to, 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 uh, appreciate the, the different type of arts and, and the skills that yeah. they bring, you know, what one one of the things that i still love um is watching traditional karate competition yeah um, i i actually I actually i th- I think it's great i think the, the the sort of tactical side of it and um you know the the, the way it looks I, I i love traditional competition i i don't actually i'm not a big fan of things like um ufc and mma i i, I like the respect of the bowing and uh all that sort of stuff the philosophy behind the martial arts which is shown when people are competing. So yeah. I, I really enjoy seeing that.
1: Yeah, and and interestingly, you get that occasion. So I love watching UFC.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um our um we don't stay up because we're <laughs> too old for that now. But um we record it and then Sunday morning, um social media like silence, so we don't see any results, and we, we sit and watch the night before UFC quite often when we can. Mm-hmm. And um but I think it's really interesting. So you you do see um, every so often you'll see traditional martial art and you do see that absolute respect, proper yeah. niceness. They're, they're not all thugs. Um, they're, there is a lot of that still going on in mixed martial yeah. art. Um, they don't tend to get the, the same sort of um, press um, yeah. interest and in social media stuff. But there was, a, there was a fantastic fight just this weekend. Um, and, and the mutual respect between the two headlining fighters was just incredible. Yeah, yeah. They then went and smashed the hell out of each other, and yeah. then the mutual respect was back. Then after one of them had been
0: knocked out, and 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 it was just it's just lovely to see. Yeah, no, that's 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 good. Well, may, maybe I should revisit it because that's that's the thing that put me off. I, I just loved the fact that you know, um, the, the, the the that traditional side, and, and one of the reasons why I I liked watching things like Thai boxing, like uh, you know, the respect that they have for for. Mm-hmm. Darabis of uh you know who wins or whatever, you know, they they, they both um appreciate each other and there's that that um that etiquette yes that goes with yeah. it. And um okay, well m- maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll do it. Uh my, my biggest thing is I haven't got a television as well. So that, <laughs> that, that, that yeah, okay. <laughs> that that does, doesn't help. Yeah, I'm I'm into um I tend to use my spare time playing playing guitar and, and stuff. But um no, that that's great. I mean, from from you know, you mentioned uh, you took over the school. I don't know whether you were you were like me. I was a very reluctant instructor in the early days because I got asked to take a class by my instructor, and I hated it. And I said, I, I thought to myself, if I ever get asked to do this again, I'm not coming back. So I remember, I remember standing there thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? Um, because I had no training or teaching, so I just literally, I think I just did an hour of physical exercise. Uh, <laughs> that that was my thing. I was very physical and I still love it to this day. And I think people must have crawled out of the room. But somehow I, I, I did say to myself I wasn't going to do it again. But when I got home I just thought I actually quite enjoyed that in a way. <laughs> Whether it was the power thing, I don't know. What what about yourself?
1: Um very similar, except I never actually enjoyed it. Um so um yeah I was about probably about fifteen. I remember being a brown belt. Um so I would have been about fifteen. And and Sensei Dev just did a Jeff do the do the warm up warm them up, and -hmm. and I just you know again like there are moments in your life that you just you'll never forget aren't they? The world fell below me, well that's (laughs) what it certainly felt like, and you were just sort of like, sorry what? And he was like, you know, um so so yet went to the class absolutely petrified, um and 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 took took the warm up and the stretch and you know i'm imagining it was fine don't remember that bit because you just panic you know um and and then you know sort of did that a few times then then it sort of just grew to you know and then do a few basics um never because i'm i'm a very methodical thinker and and used to like to plan everything i don't i don't plan classes now i go with the flow a lot more but early days yeah you know if i couldn't plan it i couldn't do it and then suddenly I was walking up happy kid with my kit bag and then yeah. suddenly being asked to to teach something. And like so I hadn't planned, to, you know, um, when I chat with Sensei Dev now or, or, you know, over the more recent years, it was like, yeah, yeah. But that was my plan. I was I was getting you out of getting your mind out of that. You know, you have to plan everything and get in your mind into um, uh-huh. you just you do what you need to do at that point in time. And again, when you reflect back. That's just incredible, incredibly formative to your life and how you deal with stuff. Because yeah, ev- all the time, at various points in your life, you suddenly have to try and deal with something that yeah. you're prepared for and hadn't thought about and probably didn't want to. Um, yeah. And then I say this to the kids in my club now. Um, so if I've got anyone in the club, you know, wanting to be a black belt, um, they have to they have to lead a class. They they have to fight everybody in the club at one point in their club you know they've got to do all of these things that they absolutely hate doing and and they sort of the older kids are like do we really have to do that sense and you're like yes you do and and again what I can't say to them with any like thing that has me any credibility of a teenager is these are the things that you will remember you know Mm -hmm. throughout your life you'll remember having to do this horrible thing that you survive and then you know the next the next moment will be a little bit easier so yes i started very similar um in a sense i just just making me do various things competing was the same you know jeff you're gonna go and fight this weekend like what sorry am i um and um yeah and and just all of those things that you just you know if anybody had ever said to me you know do this when you feel like you're ready i would probably be sitting here now a white belt Having not done very much because I would never consider myself ready, Um, but it's those points in time when you know uh, somebody whose whose opinion you trust and definitely trust Sensei Dev is like you know you're ready to do this. It's time, Um, you know. And and as my first Dan, that was my second Dan, that was my third. You know, it's like it's time you need to go and do this. You know, go and do this grading.
0: Um, It's 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 a really interesting thing because. You know what, what, what you say, what you said there resonates so much with me. I know well what, what the attitude of the of the time and a couple of things I want to want to mention here was very similar. You know, in the in the days of my early competitions, um, we used to have to fill out a form. But what used to happen is our instructor filled out a form. He said, "Right, just sign that and go." <laughs> what is oh, it's a competition, you're in. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was it. You know, and that now. Um, you know my, my approach is obviously very very different um because we're in a very very different time um and he used to have to fill in the form and you say right are you doing um uh, patterns or kata um sparring we used to have destruction um wood breaking and stuff like that yeah uh, stuff like that and he just used to take it all for us and we did it all and that, <laughs> we, had no, we, had, we had no choice but um I don't know I don't know whether you whether you get this now with, with my students, you know, they say, oh, yeah, I don't mind doing the pads, but I, I don't really want to spar. Okay, okay. And then somebody says, well, I'll, I'll do the sparring, but I'm not really into the pads. Yeah. And um, it, there seems to be certain in, in Taekwondo circles, and I don't know if this is the same in karate circles, there are specialists. There are pattern specialists. Yeah. There are fighting specialists. There are breaking destruction specialists, whereas we had to do it all, and we did it all. And actually, I did... I did pretty well in in all those disciplines um and you know I, I can you know have a fully rounded experience in my competitive days is that the same with with karate at the moment
1: yeah so um for for us competing so although although we are the english contact karate so obviously contact karate you'll know this you know, back in the day was effectively kickboxing yeah. so our competitions now are, are effectively kickboxing yeah um, so we are we are quite different to your traditional Shotokan events but we still have we call them free forms so they're your patterns or your katas. Yeah. um so our our um echo competitions we will have um free forms um for that that like traditional element we'll have points fighting which we call semi-contact and then we have like continuous um mm-hmm. they're they're the structure of our of our competitions um and yeah absolutely you you'll get a lot of people who um of, you know nobody or very few people walk up wanting to do free forms mm-hmm. um what we'll quite often get is i've got to do free form in a grading that's coming up vaguely soon so i'll practice it in the competition and and, and sort of okay. give it a go so they yeah. can sort of see the merit of doing that yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm yet to find your person who's like I want to do free, you know. Um, <laughs> but so, um, and then you you get a lot of people. It's like I want to do this type of, I want to do this discipline of fighting, but not that discipline of fighting. Or I want to fight, but I don't really want to do the free forms. And I've done exactly the same as as your instructor. I've literally got their cards and like, no, nope, you know, you're going to do these other things as well. You know, yeah. you're a black belt. You should be showing people what you can do, or if you want to be a black belt. You need to show, you know. Um, and and start you know ticking the extra categories for people um when when you know that they can actually cope with it. I wouldn't do that to somebody and then you know yeah, have yeah. a little kid in tears. Um, like <laughs> I didn't want to do this. Um, but yeah, it 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 and and I think that does that does again form a bit of their character in the same way. But you, you're absolutely right. The world has changed. Mm. um have very few students that i think you're the you're the next me that i can just say do this and yes yes i will which is mm. what i used to be like with since again that with that world dropping behind me feeling but still doing what your instructor
0: said yeah yeah um, yeah yeah and I, th- and I think um you know cer- certainly in 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 the uh in the in the day when i started you mentioned that is that you you, you had you had this sort of um this trust in the in the in the the teachers that were teaching you that actually, you know, they they were black belts and they, they, they knew the way. So yeah. this is the way I have to be. Oh um, God. <laughs> yeah, <yeah>, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and, and, you know, without, without a doubt, you know, if they said, right, you know, tonight we're going to practice levitation you would go oh great you know and you would believe so (laughs) so (laughs) so so i think i think that was that was the thing um you know you you you've obviously again you you know you've been teaching um some some time and obviously teaching uh methods for want of a better word have has has changed um you know the the uh the and also the, the, the people that we teach has changed, you know, my, my youngest student is, um, is four I have a yeah. preschool class. And then my eldest student is 84. Um, so, it, you know, very, and obviously they're doing martial arts for very different reasons. And I have the people in the middle that want to, want to fight and hit each other. Um, how, how, how do you, how do you sort of, sort sort of cope with that? You know, the, the cross section of, of people and ages. So I, I um again very similar to to how
1: Sensei Dev taught us. So um I have um I only teach two types of classes still. Remember? Yeah. Um, so I actually mm, yeah, okay. I'll come back. So um in my my formal classes. So I have what we call a little dragons class. That's yeah. my four, five, six year olds. Um, had one last night. They're quite loud, make your head hurt, lots of fun, lots of uh, you know, and at some point um getting them punching and kicking, um, and, and a bit of fighting with each other. Um, it, it does it's exhausting, but it is so rewarding. It's unbelievable. Um and then those kids progressing into the normal classes and I've I've been doing that for quite a few years now. So I've got I've got kids that have gone through that little dag wagons right the way through to black belts and are now teaching others and all of those sort of things, which is it's just yeah, Great. there's nothing like that. Absolutely nothing like that. Um and then then effectively most of my classes are mixed. So that so from about eight, um, the kids all join the mixed class. Um I haven't quite got an eighty-year-old, but I've got a I've got a sixty-two-year-old guy, um and and various other um, you know, ages in between, and they all train together. Um oh, yeah. so typically you've got um in incredibly gifted super fast black belt in their teens you know peak of their life training with somebody who's either very new considerably different age considerably different ability and and they learn from that yeah. um and 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 everyone is learning from that so you're 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 super incredible high grades um so i've, I've got a, a, a girl from the club who's competing at the european championships right now um yeah. just, just um, annihilated a turkish girl yesterday um i know i can put her with literally anybody in the club although she can compete at that level and she's got amazing control um to just help them to develop but you know by her working that way she's building that control she's not always smashing somebody you know at 100 percent um cool. effort so um yeah so that 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 works um incredibly well for me um i do have the reason i paused i have a couple of extra sessions where the you know the 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 ones that are fighting and competing um we we just train i don't really call them classes we might do a little bit of pad work but typically we're just we're just sparring together again like like the old days just you know rounds of rounds of sparring um bit of pad work first just to warm up Um, and just and just training so I don't I don't I don't count that as me teaching massively Um, that's just the 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 kids in the class me when I'm feeling fit and healthy um, joining in and 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 still just just having a go
0: really yeah 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 no that's that's cool I mean I I think um you know my my I, I sort of try and structure my 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 classes to um very similar to that but I I have a my adult my adult classes I, I sort of give them a a, a choice and I do have a separate fighting group that yeah. wanna you know and they they do competitions and those that want to do more of the the technical side they can they can they can do that as well um so it's, it's sort of trying to um uh, give them options and and, and and choices you know because I think I think I think these days with you know as you mentioned your know, kids starting at four um and just giving them a, a grounding not not just in martial arts but just in physical exercise and yeah. try, try to keep
1: and them it the i think i yeah. think that, that's that's why i get a lot of folk in that class yeah um, and and it's a hard balance um i've got i've got somebody um her eldest lad um is in that little dragons class um and she's a black belt of mine um and trained with me for you know probably close to 15 years now um, and she just every week will say how soft I've got compared to <laughs> the hard time I gave her when she was a teenager. Yeah. Um, and I think on reflection, she's absolutely right. But it is that you've got to adapt your style. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I think trying to strive that balance because it's not a play group. Mm. Um, you know, if they're if they're fighting each other, hitting each other when it's not the appropriate time to. Mm. Then they will, you know, it, they will get in trouble for that. Mm. Uh, but they are four or five and you still want them to have fun and enjoy their training. Otherwise, they're not going to come back, you know, yeah. if you're just spending, you know, an hour shouting at them. Um, yeah. You're not going to see them again and they're going to not have martial arts in their life. So it's it's a constant battle through that, that balance of getting
0: that right, really. Yeah, and you, you could easily sometimes uh, when, uh, when you're teaching that sort of age group, you could easily shout for an hour as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah particularly holiday time like when 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 holiday time's on they're all oh, high and yeah um,
1: <laughs> first week after the school's broken up yeah. oh my goodness they suddenly got like so much more energy and um, they
0: haven't had that disciplined day yeah the um uh so, sort of on on the same same topic i mean we, within uh taekwondo we have what, what we call the tenets of taekwondo there's, f- there's five on courtesy integrity perseverance self-control and indomitable spirit so you know, I, I, I find, when I was a young instructor, I, I didn't talk about those. You know, it was something, you know, they had it in it, part of the lesson and they had to recite it in the grading. Oh, what's the five tennis of Taekwondo? You know, courtesy, integrity, da. you know, now now I tend to, as an older person, uh, an instructor myself, um, I tend to focus on those quite a lot in the sense that I say, right, okay, courtesy. Okay, that's fine. What does it mean? How, how, how does that... Um, how would I notice that in you? What would I see in you as an individual? Um, and I don't know whether you know your 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 teaching has changed in in that way. Is I your know, mine certainly has. Like I said, I get in the class, I dump out you know fifty prep, Come on, get on, run down, up and down the hall. Da, 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 yeah. You know, even with kids. But but now I see the, the the philosophical side of teaching the morals behind the martial arts is quite important. So as yeah, little- I
1: think teaching teaching what it means. Both from a philosophical sense and and what we are trying to do as martial artists, and um, you know um, I had a I had a student reasonably recently um, and they got in trouble with parents and 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 you know um, nothing major, nothing major um, it's a good lad, um, but I I I learned in one of my books about um samurai and bushido code and i'd put a little bookmark in one of the chapters and was like read this chapter i said you probably won't understand it because all of those ancient books that have been translated they're really hard to read aren't they but um it was still like you know this is this is still fundamentally in our core what it means to be a martial artist read this and then come back next week and tell me what that means um he did a decent job and he's and he's and I'm not saying I've turned him around or you know but it it seems to have helped him to understand yeah, um yeah. so yeah, we do get into that i, I again, it's, everything's a balance, isn't it I find certainly find myself explaining things so much more and questioning the student do you understand do you understand why we bow and yeah, some yes. people hand up and say respect and you're like, excellent, you just sound like Ali G I don't say that bit, but you know <laughs> um and then you're sort of like, but what does that mean? Yeah. what does that mean what does that word mean what what are we doing you know and yeah. um and trying to get them into you know the the bow is not just a you know now we can have a fight or risk because I've come in um because I'm going out um yeah. it's 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 the you know it's the being thankful and the being um properly grateful for the ability to train you know and and, and all of that but again, you can see the kids' eyes glaze over when you know you're doing it a little bit too much. And you're like, well, let just get back some punching and kicking them. You've had enough of this. Um, but last, you know, just take like last night, we, we did um, talking about Thai boxing and rituals. You know, last night I did a class that was fundamentally a Thai boxing class. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. i had a mixture of high grades and some low grades but the lower grades had to do a bit of knees and elbows and then i thought like, ah we're just gonna so we had the thai music playing and we yeah. were doing you know the, the thai rounds but again i started it with right who can tell me the difference between thai boxing and kickboxing
0: yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. tumbleweed you know um and <laughs> then obviously i've got i've got one guy um who was training last night who's trained in thailand so i i banned him from from answering the questions but yeah you know and, and we got there um but it took a lot of but but what is the difference there's Some really interesting answers Yeah, one of the kids was like the guard the guard is different because he'd seen some tie boxes yeah yeah and I was like well yeah but the guard is different for a reason there's there's not like a rule that says your arms have to go like this because you're doing you're doing tie boxing so what's in the rules that's led the fighters to have a different guard yeah yeah. (laughs) boy you know um so yeah it's trying to get them to understand just everything you know it's not just about throwing a kick or throwing a punch um so yeah tough tough one but um always always trying to find different ways of 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 nailing that definitely
0: yeah i think i think um you know my my thing is that i i say to them that you know martial arts is about it's it's really a self-development program you know and i i want them to be a valuable member of society first and foremost yeah actually you know a nice person that people say oh wow you know that's a lovely lovely person that's a lovely young man that's a lovely young lady da, 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 da. you know and and for me that that comes first and, and foremost so they can fit into society and actually be valuable people say wow you know this place is better because you are in it yes. um, and um, if i can get that through um you know and it doesn't i don't always get it get it through and of course you know, with youngsters, you know they they might go from, you know, martial arts, but football takes their fancy. Yeah. But I, I always say to them that you know, Not as long too, as too. As, <laughs> <laughs> but as long as they leave my class with a little bit of my philosophy, I'm happy. You know, yeah. even if it's only three months worth of of me, <laughs> but they'll remember that. So I I think that's um, you know, that that's quite quite important. You I know, think I, the remembering bit is shocking. Mm. Uh,
1: so uplifting Mm -hmm. you know I've um I've been truly honored to go to um you know weddings of my my students years and years after they stopped training Mm -hmm. and and some of them you look around the room and you can see like massive load of family few friends because you can you can tell from the ages can't you and then there's there's me and, and Libby my wife sitting there like wow (laughs) we are are truly honored to be sitting here Um, and they are like oh my god sensei so glad you made it um they're truly thankful that you've you know you you've come to their their big event and as I say for some of them it it's it's really years and years and years since they stopped training and now I've got like the children of people who know the folks that trained, you know or or used to train with me themselves um and they're like oh but it had such a such an impact on my life got to got to bring my family members you know and, it, and it's just
0: that's why we do it isn't it it, it is and uh, you know I I, I love I love doing this this podcast It reminds me of different things and it reminds me of one of the nicest things that happened to me last year um and in one of my schools I teach in a couple of different areas uh, I teach in uh, Swindon in Bristol and so on as well and um in one of the schools I got quite a big uh, Asian population from the from the Hindu community. And remember, um, one of the fathers' came He said, "Oh, you know, we'd like to invite you to a celebration. You know, it's a celebration of teachers, because we we like what you say to our ki- our children and and how you do." I went along to this celebration, and I was gobsmacked. You know, they blessed me. They are flowers around my neck and said that wow. you know, uh, you know, um, these are. And they had some school teachers as well, by the way. And they said, you know, yeah. all, you, all of you have a huge influence in our children and the way that you teach them is really important to us as families. And they had grandparents and parents. And I, they, they actually, after they said to me, Oh, you know, would you like to say something? I said, I can only say that this is the nicest thing that's happened to me since I've been a, a teacher. I said, thank you so much. What can I say? Um, this sort of spurs me on and motivates me to keep going. Um, and it was really nice. And I, I get like, what, what I'm saying is like, I, I know how you feel because you're sitting there thinking, wow yeah <laughs> you know, yeah yeah this guy somebody appreciates you so much they invite you to a celebration yeah that means so much to them um and that's really nice that's really nice so you know i can i can definitely um uh definitely concur with what you've said there yeah. and uh, you know it, it it it's excellent but uh well we're, we're, we're coming towards the end of the yeah no worries coming towards the end of, of the podcast and um i mean there are there are a, a number of things First of all, I just want to say thank you very much um for, you know, taking the time to share some of your your insights. I'm sure, you know, uh, my students who listen to this and other people's students are building quite a bit of an audience now who who like these podcasts, which is nice. And I think what I try and get across is that actually um you know, the the the, mar- the martial arts for me is very special. Um there's a lot of people out there who, you know, like yourself special um to them as well and you know, your journey um is uh, is really, really important. I think it's important for people to hear, you know, where we've been, what we do, you know, our, our inspiration, what motivates us, you know, the things that we like to do and so on. So I want to thank you. Thank you for that. The the the, the other thing that I want to say is, you know, is, is there's anything you want to leave, um, particularly the youngsters, because martial arts seems to be <laughs> full of youngsters these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My we, father. You know, with anything to, to, uh, to inspire them along, really.
1: Yeah, well, I I think um, I'm I'm now 36 years in my martial arts journey. Which you know makes me feel incredibly old when I do the math, but um, you know, hey ho, Um, that
0: makes me feel even old.
1: (laughs) Sorry, apologies, Um, but I'm still learning. Um, So one of the things that um, I did so a couple of years um, before lockdown. Um, I had a phone call from Sensei Alfie um, and he invited me to to train with him. Again, another one of those world dropping from beneath you because that was petrifying. Going to Liverpool in his Mushinkai dojo, um, wow. stepping in there um, and, and training with him and, and his students. Absolutely incredible. And I'm still doing that now. Did that all through lockdown. So Sensei Alfie was incredible. One of those people that embraced Zoom. Um, yes. And I still do to this day. I still do my weekly Zoom class. Um, with Sensei Alfie, um, and and that keeps my training going as well as as everything I do as part of ECKA. Um, so I I am fortunate to to be training with two absolute legends in in martial arts, who who teach in in quite different ways, incredibly mm. different ways. Um, but a lot of similarities as well as those differences and that and that absolutely keeps me thriving and alive. Um, main part in message, that wasn't the parting message, apologies, right. Um, but the main part in message was um I'm I'm just a normal I well, I was a normal kid. I got beaten up a lot. I don't mean that like out of school, you know, but you know, school was school. Yeah, you had fights at school and you know, they were they were a mixture. Um I was I'm I've never been a a, a natural talented martial Mm. arts I've worked incredibly hard and as I said I'm incredibly persistent um and and don't like giving up on things which I think is partly martial arts has given me and partly me that thrived in martial arts where you can always learn another another something there is no perfection there is you know you're just striving for something a bit better than what you've done before um I always used to describe my early competitive days when I was a kid as I I was the cannon fodder so the amazing fighters had to beat somebody in order to win the 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 title or the top championships or whatever i was one of those people um again when you reflect back and i was looking at the caliber of the people that was beating me up but i'm not surprised um you don't know that at the time you just like ow that hurt you know okay try again next time um but just kept going and just kept going and and again like i i don't consider myself amazing at martial arts i'm i'm good I'm decent I'm I'm you know the kids in my club think like oh wow but you know we'll never be able to do what you can do um and I'm like you absolutely can and I've had kids do stuff better than me um I've obviously got you know now you've got a lot of the students who are a lot more flexible a lot faster you know um I'm, I'm now you know getting towards uh 5 um and so you know teenagers are, are just physically different now and I've got to accept that and 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 figure out what's the next bit of teaching and and how um so you know my my part in bit is just stick at it it will be horrible it will test you in ways you don't want to be tested it will make you petrified um but it it is such a valuable tool for your life
0: yeah. No. Thank you very much for that. I, I re- really, really uh, appreciate that. And um, you know, I hope, I hope at some point um, uh, we can chat again. I hope at some point we can maybe meet up. Uh, yeah. And um, I, I, I am at some point as well planning to go up and see uh, Sensei Alfie Lewis and a few people. Wow. Up. Uh, I, I do. I go up that way a fair bit, um, but it tends to be on on Taekwondo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go up on a, on a friendly mission, just see some people, uh, sit down and have a cup of tea with them. Um, and you know, just, uh, just chat and, and say hello. So, you know, I, I hope that at some point we can, um, we can meet up. I just want to say, thanks very much for, for giving up the time. Um, you know, I, I can see you're, you're passionate about what you do. I love people that are passionate about martial arts. Um, and, um, you know, thank you very, very much for, um, uh, Thank uh, you for the
1: invite. Thank you for your patience. And, uh, yeah, really nice to talk
0: yeah no, no worries we'll stay stay around for a moment because i, I want to get some bits and pieces from you uh when i just press the the, the stop here so we can uh, perhaps okay. get some in the, in the show notes so thank you very much to the living martial arts podcast fans really really appreciate uh you listening i hope you've enjoyed it as much as i have uh i just want to say a big big thank you to uh sensei jeff aldridge thank you very much yes,
1: thank you <laughs>